Hello? Okay, the podcast has started. You're the host, Emil. So, um, hi, Jericho. Uh, how's your day going? I'm doing very well. Thank you uh, to our audience. Uh, I know that it's not much of an audience. It's uh, zero. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to try to get that number up uh, as much as we can. But for now, uh, we'll uh, let you do the honors, Emil, and let the audience know what we're going to be talking about today. Well, we're just going to talk about the recent bugs for Cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) Uh, As a player myself, I bought the game at PlayStation 4, and uh, I was a bit curious. I was a bit even more skeptical about the complaints because I don't usually believe in them until I played them, and I did. And uh, let's just say... Um, having a flashbacks of playing my my experience of playing PlayStation Two. That's how bad it is. So there's there's some issues with the graphics. Um, when I go from one part of the city to the other, uh, the game will be loading. <laughs> It'll be lo- the images will be loading pretty slowly. So uh, there's issues of. Um, of uh, some glitches. Uh, sometimes when I commit a crime, the cops will be spawning right beside me. Uh, so it's, it's been the the story and 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 if if you ignore those issues, the gameplay it's it's great. But sometimes your experience will be ruined for if you're having these bugs and glitches. And so far, my experience has been bad. But if I ignore that, the gameplay and the story has been good. So. What's your thought, uh, Jericho? Um... Well, uh, I I don't really have too many thoughts on the game as I still have yet to play the game. But I'm kind of thinking about not even trying to attempt to play the game because I don't want to waste my money. Just knowing about how unplayable this game can get. And I recently heard that many people who uh, watched the intro of the game while playing the PlayStation 4 version... They just experienced a hard crash on the PS4, so that's their only experience of even playing the game, and that's really sad. Coming from uh, CD Projekt Red, which is uh, considered as one of the best video game companies around, and I'm thankful to have them because they created one of the best games of all time, which is The Witcher Three. But uh, whatever happened with uh, Cyberpunk, uh, that's another story. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I don't even want to think about it because it just makes me so sad, you know. <laughs> let's find uh other than games let's talk about politics that's something okay. juicy um so what's your thoughts about the recent uh, uh issues on american elections and okay uh well uh things have been uh, getting very chaotic in the united <laughs> states lately ever since uh, joe biden uh, has been elected as uh uh, United States uh, President. Uh, a lot of Trump supporters, uh, they're really losing their minds. <laughs> and I don't think they're ever going to give up, you know, with their own political views that Trump is still going to find a way to to win this election, even though it's already been determined. And that's just how you know how, uh, how dedicated uh, his fan bases are. And I don't have too much thoughts on, like, the Trump supporters because I don't want to cause a stir when it comes to politics. So I'll just keep my political beliefs to myself because I know there's going to be Trump supporters coming to this podcast 
telling me their own opinions and saying, I'm an idiot for thinking this. But <laughs> you can't call me an idiot when I don't have too much opinion on something. So I'll let you, uh, Emil, uh, have a say on, on the matter right now. Well, I'll be more academic in my answer. <laughs> so, I mean, I would rather look at, at it as um, more of an issue on legitimacy. Uh, we can say, you know, this election, this happens and that, but I would blame it on what happened four years ago. I would say that when Trump got elected, the media was a bit, they were finding a lot of issues or problems that didn't really even exist. So the Russia gate, they blame it on Trump's being collaborating with the Russians. Yeah. From time to time, from the Senate, from the investigation from the Senate committees to the House, there's no evidence that Trump was collaborating with them. There are some issues of circumstantial evidence, but doesn't doesn't have any kind of proof that the Trump campaign actually collaborated with the with the Russians. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, the issue is is that you de- you blame the issue of de- you know making it de- legitimate and saying Trump was helped by the Russians, and when now when. Trump is complaining about the election fraud. The media is saying, "Oh, he should just accept the the results of what happened." Did right. they actually thought that? Uh, did did they did not actually accepted about the result last time? I'm not trying to defend anybody. I'm just trying to say the hypocrisy of of the media of pointing out that Trump um, uh, won because he was cheating. Uh, I don't. I don't really get that. Um, so that's just my answer. Uh, I think yeah. uh, American politics has been become more partisan lately. Uh, it's been more problematic. So even expressing an opinion would garner uh, controversial uh, issues that should not yeah. be controversial. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. my answer. Uh, let's find a different topic. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, how about well, let's talk about that new movie that just came out on demand, uh, Tenant by uh, Christopher Nolan. Uh, for myself, I haven't watched the movie yet, but I do have a friend that uh, owns the movie, so hopefully uh, me and Camille can we can watch that movie as soon as possible because uh, I really want to see that, just judging from the first 10 minutes that I've seen on YouTube. Uh, this movie is going to be great because I know Christopher Nolan is a god when it comes to directing hmm. movies. He directed The Dark quite possibly, quite possibly the greatest movie of all time. But that could change. But for now, we'll just say The Dark Knight is my favorite movie. Uh, for you, Emil, uh, what do you think about uh, the movie Tenant so far? Well, from what I've heard is that, that Tenant has a lot of the cliche Christopher Nolan. Uh, yep teams uh so a lot of crime of course and also uh, it's very intense very mm-hmm. fast-paced um that, that's very hallmark of uh of christopher nolan also having a very uh loud <laughs> sound effect i heard that from what of from Gar- garnered i've heard that people have said that the movie uh, when they watch in a movie theaters, the 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 their their um, their own seats is shaking, and and sound effects are very immersive. 
that's the same experience I had when I watched Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a thriller. I think I was about to have a heart attack <laughs> when I was watching <laughs> Dunkirk. And it's it's even better when you watch it on IMAX. Uh, the experience is quite different, not only because uh, the screens are bigger, but also the sounds are 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 there. When when you hear gunshots, you feel like there's gunshot uh, passing over you. So mm-hmm. um, it was it was quite an immersion experience when I watched Dunkirk, and I, it would be the same thing with the tent. But I heard that the story is very complicated. Uh, that's very Christopher Nolan also. Uh, I think you have to watch it for the second time to either uh, to understand the story. That's what I've heard. But it's not because the story is bad. It's just more complex. So, Well, I remember watching Inception and that mind fucked me hard. <laughs> and uh, I just... I, I really didn't even know what was really going on until I even uh, went on YouTube and I looked up uh, people's comments on the movie. And then I started to really understand uh, the actual story of the movie. But like the whole time, imagine like watching that on drugs. <laughs> oh, you will lose your mind. You will lose your sense of reality. And uh, we all know uh, by our friend Paul, he, he's done that uh, before. And he had such a tremendous experience. It's like no other. And uh, will I ever do it? Probably not because I really don't want my sense of reality to be diminished. <laughs> um, so uh, that's my thoughts on Inception. You, you guys, if you haven't watched that movie, I suggest you do if you're into complex storylines. And yeah. I was about to suggest in, in Interstellar. Uh, oh, it's Interstellar. Also... That's another good one. Yeah. Um, I only watched that movie once, and I watched it when I went to BC. I was watching it with my family, and I was really far away from the screen at the time because it wasn't any space. So I, I was watching from a far distance, and I really didn't understand what was really going on. So I might have to watch that movie again to really get a clear sense of what the movie's truly all about. Well, at least you're lucky you were able to watch it on theaters. I haven't uh, have that luxury. I have to watch it on Netflix. But even well, then, I I really didn't even watch it uh in the theaters. I was just watching it at home. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought you actually as did. Much I as I, I want to watch, like as much as I want to watch a Christopher Nolan uh, movie on Netflix or not Netflix, but in the theaters, uh, I just it's not going to happen anytime soon, which is pretty sad. And I wouldn't even watch a movie by myself. I think I need some people around me to watch with, you know. Okay, with Tenet done, let's talk about some other topic. Do you have any other uh, ideas that's going on in the world that is worth uh, mentioning? Well, uh, I, I find this very fascinating topic is on the issues of on on uh, on the recent war between Armenia and Azerbaijan, mm. and sorry if I butchered the, the last one. <laughs> I apologize for the people who live in that country. But uh, from from my what I've observed is that because I'm you know I'm a policy major, mm-hmm. we also have to study about uh, drones and the recent conflicts. And from a geopolitical perspective, what's interesting is is that how. The, the use of drones change uh, the, the game. Um, a lot of uh, the, the, the Arbitrajan 
were able to utilize their their new drone weapons and they're able to destroy a lot of conventional tanks and a lot, lot of said this is how the the war this is the new this is how conflict's going to be fought in the future and also uh, it's just reminiscent about how the the conflict between the Japanese and, and the Russians on 1905 where we saw we saw a lot of this trench warfare i think that's the the recent conflict in armenia will um, also show how future conflicts between interstate countries like america russia will be fought it's based on more uh, unmanned conflict that some has pros and cons uh if you are dependent on robots that could also mean there's going to be less human casualties but also removes that kind of uh that fear you have about war if war is just fought about you know each other by by uh by robots or that you kill individuals but it's, it's far away it's on your screen uh, you become detached and that's how i kind of find a fascinating as a political scientist is that you see how not only po- the new you know f- new future for war but also the dangers of it and mm. that's 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 how i see it and um uh, we can move on to a new topic <laughs> all right well uh you know, war is never a good thing. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. Though, uh, some leaders out there are always pushing for it. And they're, to me, insane. But uh, let's just uh, talk about how about, like, the coronavirus? How, how are you managing the coronavirus lately, Emil? What are you doing to keep yourself uh, occupied, distracting yourself from all the things going on around the world? Uh, well... I'm just going to add on that, of course, I'm, I'm a university student, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm a bit busy. I was able to be preoccupied. Is it making me less insane? Not really. <laughs> um, I think I have my, a lot of my issues is that there's too much course load mm-hmm. on a lot of my online courses. And I think I, I know a lot of actual university fans I had are complaining that they feel like they're, they're losing their sanity. Yeah, for for, yeah. for taking a lot of his online courses, and mm-hmm. I, I I'm not as that uh, I'm not as as concerned about that, but I I see a lot of a lot of mental effects that's been causing mm-hmm. a lot of people. I think what what's gonna the main legacy of COVID nineteen is gonna be a, it's it's not gonna be it's there's gonna be a lot of things. One is uh working at home is not seen as 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 a negative thing anymore if you can work at home you can work at home um true yeah uh, that means there's going to be less uh, uh there's going to be less need for office for office mm-hmm. areas so the vacancy rate in calgary will even go up higher because if point <laughs> what's the point of coming back and working in the office when you can just work at home so um that's going to be an issue Another one is um, uh, the long-term effects of of traveling. Uh, would if you're gonna travel, would you need to have a history record of 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 your of do you get did you get COVID nineteen or you're vaccinated? There's gonna be issues of privacy right up privacy rights there. Another one is um, what about like the the masks like. I'm sure that the government will not force it to 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 uh, to to be here for a long time, but I'm sure there's going to be individuals who feels that they need to wear masks, and yeah. uh, 
it's going to be funny because what if uh, in 50 or 60 years we have our own grandchildren and they would ask, so what's it like having uh, a society where everybody doesn't even wear a mask? <laughs> That's something I'm looking, looking into. And also I'm expecting that they're going to be, things are going to stay. So there's going to be a lot of sanitations in every stores. Um, social distancing will be kind of impractical. I think you don't want to have long lines. I don't think that's that's a good thing, but there's probably going to be more awareness of hygiene. So that's how I see the long lasting effects of COVID-19. And also, of course, uh, in, in the, you have to look at the mental illness issues of how people yeah. are dealing with it. Um, I am, I'm assuming that there's going to be more push for, for more funding for, for mental illness, because I'm sure people are going through, some negative uh, effects of being isolated for a long time. Uh, um, that's something that um, people has to go through. Another issues I, I see is that what about politics? How is it going to affect um, long-term effects, mom? Uh, yeah, so I have my issues with that. Um, is, is there going to be more uh, more government involvement, more social welfare. Um, what I see is that because pr- provincial governments are have to deal with a lot of the issues with COVID-19 and also have to deal with economic fallout, there's going to be more uh, more dependent on federal money. But also, uh, there's also the issues of how can government, provincial government, stay afloat and because we're not only talking about COVID nineteen, we also have to look upon the, the 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 aging issues, the the populations. Canada has a because like any other developed nations is going through issues of of age. There's going to be more old people, and when you have old, old people, you need to financially help them out. Uh, uh, I heard that in the future that. That right now it takes four people to provide to provide money for the welfare money uh, for the for the welfare state, but in the future it's going to be two instead of one, and right now right now that's going to be a problem because how mm-hmm. can we find how can we fund our our healthcare system when there's yeah. not enough people? So that means it's going to be a rise a rise of tax taxation, and I I, I heard some lot of solutions. One is we we have more immigration because if you have more immigrants, you're just going to be more people, and you offset the loss of of uh, loss of labor because there are immigrants are filling in. And I heard this idea by by uh, uh, this book called Maximum Canada, where the goal is just to have Canada to have 100 million people, and that there's some pros and cons. One is that you increase uh, popular uh, the population, and that also provide, of course, money for the welfare system, so the taxation doesn't go up. But also, another good one is that if you have a larger population, you have a larger market. The main issue with Canada is that we're 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 boarding a huge nation down south that is not only a geopolitically super, uh, a superpower, but also economically. A powerhouse, and if you if your if your country is right beside that, and you have a lot of ambitious people who wants to find jobs that will give him high paying 
uh, high paying wages. Would you rather stay in Canada or would you go to America? There's more economic opportunity. A lot of our technology, a lot of our bright minds would go to Silicon Valley because there's no, uh, our market is small. So I think that's the disadvantage of having a lower population. Um, Canada isn't, doesn't have any that key, but also by having each population, that will benefit our economy in the future. The main problem is, is that you know, there's going to be definitely there be those what you call nativists in, in Canada where they're going to be skeptical about immigration. How it's going to benefit them and would their grandchildren lose their jobs because of new skill immigrants or issues of, of integration within society. Um, that's going to be the, the cons of the idea uh, of, of, of trying to get to 100 million. But I don't think Canada has that choice because if, if Canada needs to maintain their welfare system, you need to have a higher population. So uh, that's going to be an issue in the future. And that's how I see it. And it's the fun thing about being political science is that you, you, may, you, you, you observe theories, but also you observe policy that could affect uh, not only ourselves, but, but the future generations to come. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. This this coronavirus is really going to change everything, uh, the way we see things, uh, how we live our lives. Um, and to think that me and you have survived this coronavirus, uh, do you believe in natural selection? <laughs> I don't uh, want to get to that topic, uh, I think. But do I believe in natural selection? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you know where I was going to go with that, but... Anyways, um, so actually with uh, everyone listening to this podcast, I I just want everyone to know that the main purpose of this podcast is uh, for me and Emil uh, to talk about very important topics going on around the world. And, you know, me and Emil both have uh, similar interests and we're going to do our best to provide you guys uh, a lot of valuable information, hopefully. Um, and uh, just to give you guys uh, something to listen to when you guys are doing something uh, uh, throughout the day, whether you're at work or you're playing a video game or you're eating, uh, me and Emil will be sure to entertain you with with our talks. Isn't that right, Emil? Yep. <laughs> All right. This is actually our first episode, and I would think that we've done a very decent job at it, and... From here on out, we're going to get better and better at this. And just just have patience with us, guys. We might not be the best at, you know, doing podcasts, but eventually we'll – I'm not going to say we're going to be the, one of the best, but, of course, we're, me and Emil are going to strive to be at, at the top of the podcast game. All right? So uh, it's 942 right now, so I, I should be uh, almost heading off to bed. So is there any final thoughts, Emil, that you would uh, like to uh, – address to our audience i'm just hoping that you guys love the content we provide and hopefully it's high quality and we're trying to do our best to entertain you guys but also to find something that will be a good for our for food of thought Uh, we don't want to we will provide you with good content but also things that will make you think so all right great uh is that uh all said and done for uh, tonight, Emil? Yep. All right. We're good. Okay. We're good. All right. Peace out, guys. See you on the next episode.